0: Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to you, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of August 28th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And unfortunately, that's it for now. It's another Dos Compadres episode. Luna is currently partying it up i guess
1: yes yeah yeah if i remember correctly it's some sort of party i don't think it's a bachelor party but it could be a bachelor party no no
0: whatever. i believe it is <laughs>
1: okay cool but yeah how have you been uh yeah i have i've been pretty good it's it's been a week i'm doing a little job hunting uh and applying for a couple of jobs but you know it, it's been a pretty decent week uh not, i can't complain too much how have you been there buddy
0: all right every Every, everything considering we are in another lockdown again, but that's because we're in an island and if we fill up the, the hospital beds here, we can't ship them out of state. (laughs) Regardless, what have you been listening to as of late? I
1: I have been listening. I've been going back and listened to a little bit of our old MCs for upcoming episode. And I actually have. A lot more of work i need to do but i've gone ahead and started doing that i have been listening to what have i have i've been listening to this the soundtrack for dragon quest 11 i've been listening to a ton of that that's actually the biggest thing i i've been listening to some lucky tapes still i, I got them on repeat and high five I, i've been listening to a little bit of high five but Nothing too crazy. It, it, it's been a slow music week for me, bud. What have you been listening to?
0: I've been listening to the very sights and sounds of whatever is popular on TikTok right now for Japan. So I've been listening to Ness's track Mada Kimi Shiranai, My Pretty Girl. That's been really, really good. I've been also listening to Girl by Motohiro Hata, who's a phenomenal artist. Been listening to a lot of Hidai Dai because of the summer feels that everyone's been doing so Slow and Easy has been one of the popular tracks. I've been getting that in my mind. I've also been or listening to Ghosts in a Flower by Yoroshika. She's also really popular. Snow Jam by Reen, Also really popular. Twice's song that's been going out every so often as well. So good, good. Very heavily around there. Been also listening to Aotonatsu. The remastered version by Miss Green Apple because you it's like Harai Dai. It just screams summer theme songs here. And it's it's actually really good. I've been listening to that a lot even when I'm not venturing through the lovely TikToks. so It's interesting to see the least to see how popular trends come and go with music. Because we do see Kosui by Ito and we see... Yoru ni Kakeru by Sobi also on there as well. So that's one thing that's keeping the trending themes of what music is. And it's, it's kind of good to kind of see that in real time. But Besides that, nothing much else. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the news here. And since Luna isn't here, I'll be taking over her share of articles as well. So first off, it is the lovely pair of exile shokichi and good old crazy boy released a music video for their track fly like a dragon and it will actually be part of a single of King and King that will drop on October seventh. So you can check out more information about that. On our site they'll come with two editions so go check it out and the music video in question on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the lovely four member rock band Tree announced that they will they released their brand new single, Oh My, on all digital streaming platforms. is the last one since Makudo back in January and will be their second release of 2020. It'll kick off the band's 10th year in the, in the Japanese music industry. And you can check out all the information about that on our site, along with the music video for their track, Makudo, on our site as well. And then speaking of twice, the popular nine member Korean idol group had announced that they will be releasing a brand new best of album titled Twice Third on September sixteenth. This will be the latest Japanese release since Fanfare earlier in the month, and as it implies, will be their third best best of album overall. You can check out all the information on that on our site. It'll come with three editions, so you can go have at it. You, know, you can also check out the. Music video for fanfare on our side as well. That that's the song that's been also trending on TikTok as well.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, that's everyone's doing that stupid dance. And then to hype up the uh, the release of her upcoming album, popular vocalist I'm you said that she'll be releasing her track Asahi across all digital music streaming platforms set to be a part of the vocalist's upcoming album Oishi Pasta Ga Aru Tokite that will release on September 9th. Not only did she release the track on uh, all digital streaming platforms, she also released the music video for the track on her YouTube channel. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the digital streaming link and
1: the music video on our site as well. All right, moving on up to our next article. Boy, Idol Group V6 is celebrating 25 years in the Japanese music industry. And they are doing that by dropping a brand new double A-side single titled It's My Life slash Pineapple, which is set to be released on September 23rd. The new single is coming out in three editions, a standard edition, a limited edition type A and a limited edition type B, and then the traditional bundle on CD Japan, they only have the standard, the limited type A, and then the bundle. So if you want the type B, you have to get the bundle. I think it's weird. Uh, I haven't went back to check see if they added the type B. But if you're a fan of V6, I would recommend just going ahead and picking up the bundle. And with that, continuing on up to the
0: popular Volk dancel unit, or the rampage by from XL Drive announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Fears on September 30th. This is the latest single done by the group since Invisible Love back in April and will be their 12th single overall. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the pre-order links as well. And then continuing on up to the lovely vocalist and Music Corner alum, Syrup released the English version for his track, Hopeless Romantic, on his YouTube channel. Originally released back as a digital single back in May, the surprise comes as the artist announced that he will be trying to pushing into the uh, English market. So which is good. We've always wanted his success to come uh, through this. So that's very, uh, very good. He also... set up an english site so you can go check that out and go check out his music video for hopeless romantic on our site as well and then continuing on up the lovely vocalist karin she announced that she'll be releasing a brand new ep called shiranai kotoba asenai across all digital music streaming platforms this is the latest ep done by her since "Kimiga ga ikiru machi and will have lovely lovely tracks. So include hit tracks such as Jinsei Jozu ni Ikananai and Sekai Sen, along with her recently released Naki Soda. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the lyric video for Naki Soda on our site as well. And continuing on up to the lovely vocalist Ren announced that he'll be releasing an acoustic version of his track Will Be Fine across all digital music streaming platforms originally back, released back in June during the day of the whole movie of the ongoing crisis. This track was used to, meant to inspire everyone during these difficult times. You can check out all the information about this on our site, along with a music video for'll will, will be fine on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the bo- popular vocalist Mone Kamishiraishi announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album titled Note on August 26th, so a couple days ago. Famously known as Mitsuha Miyamizu in the international hit film, Your Name. She continues on her album streak since I, back in July of last year, and will be her third album overall. It's good for her that she's kind of progressing in the industry. She's also been involved with a lot of great composers, which you can check out on her site. It'll come with two editions. And speaking of Your Name, the popular composers from that lovely movie the rock band Radwimps, announced that their track natsu will be released across as a apple music exclusive this comes from their partnership with apple music you can check out all the information about this on our site because they made a very very interesting summer trailer saying that summer doesn't begin with Unless it has Apple Music in it. The, the song Natsunose will be part of an EP, so you can go check out that. It'll come with three editions. And then continuing on up to the vocalist, Osoda Kameshima announced that he will be releasing a brand new single, Yukedo Ni Ame, across all digital music streaming platforms. This was the latest release done by him since his cover of Circus Night with Mocha Shinsuka earlier in the year and will be his first solo release of 2020. You can check out all the information about this on our site, as long with the music video as well. And then continuing on up to the lovely vocalist, Kimikoda announced that she will be releasing a brand new track sty- called Lucky Star, actually released today across all digital music streaming platforms. This is part two of her second album. Our 20th anniversary extravaganza. the first being Puff that was released early in the year and is looking, this track is looking to be having that high energy positive track that goes through various emotions you can check out all the information about this on our site So looking good unfortunately Luna wouldn't be here to tell us her initial thoughts of it she would probably go through it like crazy knowing her
1: oh I'm willing to bet she loved it <laughs> but yeah
0: could tune in to celebrate the release of the duet track of Ayaka, Segawa, and riwa the duo released a music video for their song Psycho Dayo yeah on STV's radio's official YouTube channel you can check out all the information about this on our site it's really good because Riwa is already uh, an established artist so to kind of help out her friend here in the time of need is always really good
1: very nice very nice and moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Pop Trio group Perfume. As they have revealed, they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled Time Warp, uh, which is set to be released on September 16th. This new single is part of their perfume 15th and 20th anniversary. So they've been together for 20 years and it's been 15 years since their major debut. So they are doing the 15 and 20 anniversary tour. Uh, the new single is coming uh, in either one limited edition or another limited edition. <laughs> no standard edition available. And one limited edition is coming with a cassette. So if you like that, that'll be cool. The It is also coming with a DVD for both editions. So yeah, uh, pre-orders are on the site along with a full track listing for everyone that's interested
0: and continuing on up to the lovely three member rock band saji and they'll be releasing a brand new mini album Hanabina uta on september 23rd this will be the latest mini album released done by the band since hello april back in obviously april and like all other previous releases it it has the theme of having a an overarching short story feel so you can check out All information about that on our site, including the music video for Sugar Orange on our site as well.
1: All right, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about three-member rock band Bratz. As they've announced, they're going to be going major with their uh, major debut album titled Karma, and it's set to come out on September 30th. What makes this announcement particularly interesting is September 30th is also the last day that the lead guitarist is going to be with the group. As when they made the announcement that they are going major at the same time, they announced that the guitarist was officially leaving the group. And uh, they have not announced plans past this, but I imagine the record label that they just signed on with uh, isn't particularly happy. But, you know, uh, if she doesn't want to be with the band anymore, then that's uh, that's her prerogative. Uh, the new album is coming in four editions. Uh they type A, type B, a limited edition with the physical uh, sheet music, and then there's a digital version of the sheet music for ne- another edition. Uh, pre-orders are on the site. We also have one of their music videos, so if you want to check out their sound and get a feel for them, you can definitely do that as well.
0: And continuing on up, the member of the popular boy group to Tokyo, Takeshi Matsuo. Released a music video for his track, Sorrow, on his YouTube channel. And this is going to be the lead track for his solo debut album, Utai Itai, dropping on September 2nd. He looks to take a different railway, ha ha ha, with his unique vocal styles. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the order
1: link and the music video for Sorrow on our site as well. Alright, and moving on up to our last article for the day, we're going to be talking about Nogizaka46, as they've announced they're going to be dropping a pretty big music video collection titled All MV Collection 2, and is set to come out on the 9th, so right around the corner. The MV Collection is going to be released in six editions total, so there's in addition basically for everybody if you want to find out more definitely read the article and we have their latest music video which is a part of the music video collection but yeah
0: with that you know as the norm of one is only dos compadres with me and you let's kind of talk about what we've been doing outside of the lovely music here yeah
1: yeah do you want to do you want to lead off the festivities
0: no, I, I don't. I don't like to lead off with anything. Go right up. <laughs> Go right ahead. Sure. Uh, no,
1: no, that's fine. Uh, I have been bitten by the Dragon Quest bug as of late, so that that's been my. I, if I have free time, I've been playing Dragon Quest. Uh, I initially picked up Dragon Quest three to stop from rebuying Dragon Quest eleven because I bought Dragon Quest eleven back when it first came out. I actually took a week off work to play Dragon Quest eleven. This is how big of a fan I am of Dragon Quest. And I played that entire game and I got right up to the final boss. And then uh, I got busy and I was never really able to beat it. And I kept kicking myself. I was like, I need to go back and play it. But it had been so long. I wanted to just start the game over and I didn't have a, a really excuse. Good. Like, I need a good excuse to replay a game I've already played. So... I've been having, like, this bug lately of just, like, I really, really want to play a Dragon Quest game. I've been playing Legend of Zelda, and that's not really scratching an itch. And uh, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles, and I'm right at the end of that game, but I'm not ready to go fight the final boss yet. And I need to grind up just a a few levels before I, I really am comfortable going to fight the final boss. So... Instead of doing that, I was like, well, you know, I, I really want to just do, like, a good, really old-fashioned JRPG. Dragon Quest is, in, in my opinion, that, that's, like, the like the mainstay, and so I've been wanting to play Eleven for the Switch, and I, I was like, I, I mean, I could play it for the PS4, I own it for the PS4, but at the same time, I'm like... Sometimes I just want to lay in bed and play a video game, you know. So well, I was like, pl-
0: plus the definitive edition is on Switch, unless you bought it later."
1: No, the... no, I, I, I bought it the day it came out. Yeah, uh, so yes. you might, as,
0: you might as well just get it for the Switch because the definitive edition is true. Is on it.
1: Yeah, although I'm, I'm not. There's some editions. There's a lot of things that they added to the definitive edition. I absolutely love. I had to play through one part last night though they could rip out and I would be really happy because it wasn't part of the original and that's the in the game is the story of the game is divided into three acts and minor very very minor spoiler I'm not going to get into too, too much detail but in between act 1 and 2 things happen and the party gets separated and what they did for the definitive edition was they're like oh well, we're going to tell the story about the immediate after effects of the party getting separated. And it kind of gives you more context of events, but I never felt like in the original game you needed them. And now that I've gone back and and played the definitive edition, it slows down the game so much. I I really felt like it hurt the pacing of the story. So I I think you should rip those out. They added them in as extra content, but I, I would say make that skippable. But that's just me. Uh, I I would love to go back and play the game in two D. But I, I I'm jockeying back and forth between playing Dragon Quest three and Dragon Quest eleven and and so I am like uh, I don't need to play it in two D. I'll probably go back and play it in two D at some point. But right now I'm 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 really happy just going back and playing the original and I, I'm enjoying it. it it's a, it's a lot of fun. The game's holds up a lot better than I remember it. Like there's a lot of aspects about the plot i genuinely didn't like and then like i don't know why but going back and replaying it i don't have the same gripes i actually like the plot way more than i originally did so recommend dragon quest 11 if you haven't played it and you just want like a good old-fashioned game that is really good i i'd recommend that i think we're going to talk about this next week but i, I am hyped to see the ending of common Rider 01 uh because the last episode is this weekend and by the time you guys are listening to this, I have already seen the the series finale of *Coming Rider Zero-One. Thank
0: so. God, I don't need to listen to the goddamn zero one zero one zero one song ever again.
1: Thank you. Oh, that's not true. There's the crossover movie. Thank you, movie. <laughs> uh,
0: I can skip over the movie. I I don't need to listen to it over again. Oh my lord! And yeah, it, I, I mean, did, did I, I tell mean... you what happened when I took out all when I put all the zero ones into a a what would you call a oh, binary, binary translator yeah. it made nonsense kind of like how the song was it was n- nonsense freaking nonsense i don't need to listen
1: to the song ever again though uh you never know, realize made all the sense in the world <laughs> that's still in high in my songs of 2020 just as a heads up i don't know if it'll be my oh, because <laughs> yes, i do i love that song but yeah, I am. I am really hyped for the finale. So, Zero One's gotten a lot of negative feedback. I guess like I've enjoyed it, but I know there's a lot of fans of the franchise that have not liked Zero One. But well, they... I mean,
0: I mean, you kind of been liking all the writers, to be perfectly honest. Besides Tsubiki, yeah. <laughs> so I well... mean, you're not really going per se of what the common tone is.
1: Oh, well, and I, I I have low standards when it comes to entertainment. Like literally, when I sit down to watch something, I'm like, I, just just entertain me. I really don't care. Yeah. Uh, so so I'm, I'm, I, I'm not
0: I'm not gatekeeping or anything, or anything <laughs> no, like fine. that because I because I, I haven't watched writer in a long time, so I don't really give a flying flying patoot about what's been happening. But I've been oh. seeing a lot of it of it if it being the old guard of kind of just being like, Oh, I don't know what Ray was going to do, but if this is going to be the nice refresh of it, they need to kind of work on it because come and think of it. This is going to be the next generation. You're going to set the tone for each generation. What was the last two resets, So to speak of the generations that happened, it was Kuga and double. And those two were phenomenal to not only draw in the old guard, but to draw in the, older fans and new fans with that so i mean it it did its job with the newer fans it seems like but i'm not not too sure if the old guard kind of liked it that's what i've been kind of seeing so to speak yeah
1: well and real really if you're comparing and contrasting seasons especially coming off of build even i haven't watched build and geo so correct me sorry if i'm wrong on this but really tone, tenor, gimmicks wise and all that fun jazz, it really just feels like an extension of like late Neo Heisei, really. Like you just haven't skipped a beat. But uh, the story like the like the season divides itself into three arcs, very definitive three arcs. Arc one, I, I really enjoyed. I thought it was pretty, pretty solid. Mm. Arc two is really bad. Like really, really bad, and I was absolutely. I told I told my friend, the middle arc of this series is the worst arc in all of Common Writer franchise I've ever seen. Even like Hibiki, it's not bad,
0: huh? Even Hibiki.
1: Yeah, I mean Hibiki has some arcs and stuff, but it's not as definitive. Like we're in arc one, two, and three. You, like it has like it. It's weird. Like he, like. Hibiki as a whole is worse than... I don't know. I would say it's about as bad as Hibiki. Let me put it to you that way. No, no, no. Th- the middle arc is god-awful. But the third arc is... is Insane. Like, like if, if you can get to... Th- e- even the last episode that middle arc is fantastic. Like, mm. that that episode is fire. and yeah, from... And everything... Like, the back third of the series has been really, really good with a, they have done something in Kamen Rider Zero One one that I have, they only kind of flirt with the concept in Kamen Rider Kabuto, but they've never done this before, and I love it. Mm. So, like, there's some... I mean, from
0: what I've been kind of poking in about through the interwebs on on Tokusatsu stuff, it's, they kind of go pretty rampant with the power levels from what i've been kind of seeing so it's it's interesting to kind of see it this way but we'll see how it'll continue with saber and stuff like that yeah
1: i i will say i'm eager to see how it ends because the the three episodes from the end like i said they pulled a stunt i wasn't expecting <laughs> i was not expecting that was that blew my mind and uh, i was really happy with that uh, it was one. they had one of those plot twists where i, I, I actually started screaming at my computer screen <laughs> i was like what
0: if you were to rank it right now where would you kind of place it because for the most part i'm not going to say that all finale episodes are bad but for the most part all finale episodes lead to kind of what the movie is going to do so yeah.
1: well and as as many I, and I will say this, as much as I've loved Common Rider seasons, I can, I can think of only like a handful of them that I actually enjoyed the final episode. Mm. So, because I, I, I agree, I don't think Common Writer usually does the best at wrapping up the storylines in a meaningful and interesting manner. Case in point, I love Kiva. Kiva's in my top five. It's in my top two uh, seasons of all time. And I don't like the way Kiva ends because they just kind of rush the ending. Mm. And well, that ending is kind of nebulous, and they kind of
0: just they kind of just merged everything with Decade anyway. So
1: yeah, and they did that too. So, Common Rider they, they they don't have a solid track record for ending the season well, but they they've gotten better about it in more recent years. Like Forza has a pretty solid finale, Gaim has a pretty solid finale, uh, Drive had a pretty good not, finale, not re- really. <laughs> I'm, minus the last episode the last episode that urobuchi wrote
0: yeah like, like yeah. i said a lot of a lot of the stuff <laughs> the, the finale the the ending of it isn't really the ending it leads into the movies so
1: yeah well and i've kind of lamented common writer uh, modern common writer for that because you, you know you look at the series finale of blade how they were able to do something really unique, really different, really interesting and go really go out on the limb for that finale and do something different, unique. Yeah, because cause... you could not do that today.
0: Yeah, well, not only that, it's because they didn't rely on the movies as heavily as they do now.
1: Yeah, they only yeah. started
0: re- relying on the movies from decade on. And Neo 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 Heisei era had is the biggest criminal of that.
1: Oh of uh, yeah, but I I, th- I mean to be fair, like Common Writer wasn't a cash cow for Toei until Deno. Yeah, it wasn't. And, it wasn't. And, and it then Deno is like yeah yeah like, that's why there's like that tonal shift starting with Decade is they're like oh you know this is a cash cow now we could really milk this. Yeah, but and then milk they have. Yeah,
0: but it kind of goes in line with with Kiva too, where they tried to do that that shift to to Kiva, and it didn't turn out so well, unfortunately, sales wise. That's why they had to do the whole thing with Decade, and that didn't end up doing so well, fan wise. But that's a whole totally different situation here.
1: Yeah, yeah, but still, get you know. Let's see, Zero One, I think it would be... I think it'd still be in my top ten. Maybe. I don't know. It, it's that middle arc. If, if you could rip out that middle arc of the series, this series would be in my top five. Personally, me. Because I like. Mm. I do like the characters. I do mm. wish Aruto had... Aruto does, really stays a stagnant character for the bulk of it, and they cram all of his character development with, literally in the last three episodes like he's had some character development some growth but it's been very minimal and
0: well what'd you say is your top five then as of right now if you uh let's
1: see double kiva blade fives and uh, zero one no nah, no nah, it, it would either be Gime or wizard
0: hmm. that's interesting that you would put wizard in there i mean i liked wizard wizard was very interesting
1: well, I know Wizard gets slammed for being slow, but I really like the characters. Like well, like the characters not, made that series.
0: Not so much of it being slow. It reminds you all the freaking time that he's he's the the bringer of hope. That's the only reason why a lot of people don't wow. really like it. And then the ending was rushed to fucking hell. It actually, rushed I, to hell. So.
1: I actually like I like the ending. The 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 one thing I didn't like was like the the two episodes. After the finale, where they're like, "Oh, hey, let's go, let's, let's go do this anniversary thing," and I was like, eh, "No, it's you, not all but, that good." It's nice to see decade again. Like, then you don't really nice need to. to sp-
0: you do- technically you don't even need to watch it. It's just a one-off, and it's oh, the, yeah. the, the the passing of the torch to to Gaim. So yeah,
1: I mean, well, I mean, I watch it because I, I, I'm morbid curiosity at this point. I was like, mm. eh. and like I said, it was really nice to see Subasa again. Like, I, like, the,
0: like, he's a.
1: Sukasa, because he's a great writer he's under criminally understood writer too uh, but uh yeah I, I I did I really liked wizard uh and
0: yeah like the thing is like with wizard if you're gonna go on a three arc thing the third arc probably had the the worst piecing of all time because they tried to make it into a multi-writer series and then they found out that guy was gonna be that and then they were like well, crackers we have to <laughs> we have to roll back on it being a multi-writer series because it's been a yeah. while since they done a multi-writer series
1: Oh god yeah cuz up until uh the last multi-writer series they really did I think was what decade cuz uh, double only has two writers os only has technically three but the third yeah, is yeah, literally well, the last two episodes Yeah and...
0: it's it's technically three I mean multi-writers meaning more than just three more than three more like five so
1: yeah which it's, is interesting well but you it, could tell how popular gaim was because after gaim the drive goes back to that three rider format and gaim and ghost do and then they haven't had three riders ever since
0: yeah they've, they've always been multi-rider but multi has always been popular because they like to see that conflict between every single rider that's the whole reason why when Ryuki first came out, Ryuki was just the, just amazing because of what they did.
1: Yeah, Ryuki. Yeah, but well, I mean, the first time you do anything, it's 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 like, oh my god, that was great. Ryuki is fantastic. That that that's a criminally underrated season, in my opinion. That the, the like, movies no one could, talks about
0: it. the The movies could work, but <laughs> that's a whole different situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, well, I mean, Ryuki's got that ending. You know, it's like, yeah. So. <laughs> like but i would say it's in my top 10 maybe right now at this point like i keep thinking about seasons i liked and like the more seasons i think of i'm like you know what and i don't think it is in my top 10 it might be in my top 15 Oh, <laughs> uh, okay
0: yeah cuz like for me i've i've decade as number 1 for me because i've always loved Sak- sakasa as a writer and decade was I didn't feel anything because I joined from double on. I, I joined from Neo Heisei and then D- Decade was the next thing was like, oh, okay, I understand the point of the criticisms that Decade had, but he's an overarching writer that extended past his series and his story is still continuing. His his story was still continuing all the way up to uh, uh, G O, to that matter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, Geo is is the end of his story because I I do I did read in a press release that that's his final reprisal of the character. Yeah, uh, well, he has no plans to come back, which he may or may not at some point. I I well, would.
0: It I, it's he's one of those actors that is in Toy's wheelhouse, and he loves he loves doing Toksatsu. For a long time, because he's also in the the Garo stage shows, and he's been involved with that too. That's probably oh, another nice. thing that he's really involved with. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the main main Garo people. That's for the stage shows anyway. But yeah, what, what is probably up there. It'll probably number one for me. Double is also up there, but it's it probably goes decayed, O's, double, Forza guy i think it just goes in that order it's just the order of when it got released yeah the- well
1: and, and and i mean the, the all of those seasons are fantastic like i like i know forze gets a lot of criticism and i don't i i i kind of see it i guess but i had a blast with forze that's just me though i i, I thought the characters were really likable and I, I loved commander Rider Meteor's story arc. I thought his, yeah, I thought his me, story me, arc was fantastic.
0: Meteor, Meteor's arc was amazing. The ending was amazing. And the movies made sense for the most part. For the most they, part. <laughs> for, the, for the most part, they made sense. And that, that was the one thing that I did really like. Yeah. So, plus the power of friendship rules over everything at that point.
1: Yes, yes. And, and I'm always a sucker for... Stories that really lean into themes of friendship and family; those are the two big things. Like, if you want to sucker me into anything, stories of friendship and family, both of those, I I am into them one hundred and eighty-eight percent. That's I, that's my shtick. I love it. And that that season is just like, hey, I want to be friends with everybody. I'm like, oh, I I can relate to this. I, I love being friends with people. It's awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm
0: surprised with that. You're not really a, a stickler with Sentai, for that matter.
1: Here's the thing that gets me with Sentai, is is I'm very much, I've no matter what medium I'm consuming, I'm very much about the story, I, like the characters, the plot, where it's going, and stuff like that. And for me, a lot of the Sentai that I've watched, now I'm not going to sit here and say this is true for all Sentai or every season, because I'm certain it's not. But for the seasons that I've seen, the plot is usually threadbare. And mm. what it, what
0: seasons have you watched? And it's just to kind of, I I kind of want to know.
1: Okay, I've seen three. I, I'm on my third season, so I've not taken the dive. Uh, I've watched Go which does not have a threadbare plot. It was mm. it was one of the like that one's got a mildly convoluted plot, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. I've watched. Common Rider versus, uh not Common Rider versus Loop, Lupin Ranger. Pada Ranger versus Lupin Ranger. And Yeah that
0: that that gets a lot of criticisms. Yeah. And, and, I, I and love then,
1: the premise, I love the concept, but the plot goes nowhere. Yeah. And, I'm and, like, well,
0: and then Cura Manger, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: in the middle of Cura Major.
0: I would suggest you really watch Sinkanger. Shinkengers yeah. is fan freaking tastic, and if you don't want to deal with the Japanese, just watch Power Rangers Samurai. It's the exact <laughs> same thing. Ha ha ha!
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I have a, my my best man at my wedding. He's he's super into Power Rangers, and he hates Samurai because he's like that's the literally the only season that they had to give writing credits to the Japanese Sentai. Yeah, <laughs> to the point that the so car-
0: the character flaws are the exact same thing. The Pink's range the Pink Ranger's character flaws of her cooking bad is exactly taking over from Shin one. Like I I would suggest like there the, I know Sentai has its things with with story and stuff like that. I, I completely understand. There are some gold nuggets so to speak. Like Shin is one of them. Go Busters yeah. is another to the, to an extent, but they just like well, they and, they they had to go after Go That's why everyone was hating on it.
1: Well, and I enjoyed Go Kaiser. I I did. I I enjoyed it, but it wasn't enough. I didn't enjoy it enough to where I was like, oh okay, I want to watch the next season, which does stink because I hear the next season's actually fantastic. Go Buster and yeah, Go uh, Buster. Been, is... I've been kind of kicking myself because I do want to go back and watch it now.
0: For me, Go Buster is criminally underrated. It's just that everyone compares it to Go Kaiser. That's the only reason why a lot of people get don't like yeah. Go Busters is because of that. They compare it to Go Kaiser, and they're like, every season of of Sentai isn't gonna be like Go Kaiser. It's Go Kaiser was special. They're not gonna do anything like this again, and it's gonna get to that point that next next year's right or next year's Sentai isn't gonna do something like they did with Go Go Kaiser because it's the it's going to be the fortieth. It's gonna be the fortieth forty 45th anniversary fifth, and forty fifth anniversary, yeah. Yeah, the forty fifth anniversary. And so it's they're not gonna do anything special. They didn't do anything special for the fortieth. So they're not gonna continue that line of having the the spirit of the Red Ranger. So I'll go yeah. ahead. They're not gonna do that again.
1: And I think the reason they picked thirty five was they still had the like the original go rangers around go like the original go red is still around and they had him and they were able to use him and now go pushing 10 years old at this point and yeah so I you mean, know it's, it's a lot it, harder to get like those...
0: it's it's hard yeah no i can totally understand yeah. because of how everything is with with the a lovely thing of life. <laughs>
1: yeah, age is a factor. So, but, but, um, the, and the other season I really want to watch is Decker Ranger.
0: Oh yeah, no, Decker Ranger is amazing. De- Decker and Q Ranger, the reason why those, those seasons were also really strong is because they had an overarching story to the overarching universe yes. of sentai that they had the yeah. movie the movie of Decca ranger versus q ranger versus gavin is absolutely phenomenal in my personal yeah. opinion
1: and, and see and that, that's just goes to my taste like I, when i sit down and i watch an episode i want the episode to be forwarding the plot in some manner it doesn't always have to be forwarding the main plot i think one of the things that kira major's done well is i haven't watched a couple any episode like I think there's like one episode I, I had this feeling when I watched it, but I, I, I had, there were several episodes of Pattern Ranger versus Lupin Ranger where I'm like, you're just wasting my time because it's filler. There's no character growth. There's, there's no nothing. It's just, here's a scenario And then I guess like the one threaded plot is they got they get the treasure at the end of the episode and they they, like whatever, like um there's an episode where they're learning to jazzercise and I'm like I absolutely hated that episode I was I thought I was literally going to die watching it it was so god awful so and, and and that's just my thing like I'm just not into like even if like I'm not against filler but if you're gonna have filler make it character focused make it you know, make it to where like, I'm learning more about a particular character or that I'm seeing character growth or something like that. Not, not just like this time waster of an, of an episode. And Kira Major has done that pretty well. The last episode was a, was a filler, but you get to learn a little bit more about the Red Ranger. You you get to see another side of him and it it's fun. And, and so I'm, I've, I've actually enjoyed Kira Major. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I have. But, hmm. um... I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of the mech battles. Because they're... they're well, the me-
0: I was gonna say, the mech doesn't look... It isn't re-introducing anything new
1: there. Yeah, well, I mean, after 40-some-odd years, I don't know what they can do that they haven't done at this point. I mean, they've done pretty much everything. Yes,
0: yeah, so, like, there's, there's a couple, like, hidden treasures, like... Like, it gets to the point that it's just the older stuff now at this point for for yeah. me and that that's the same for for stuff that is obviously it, what it is now like I, I haven't watched rider since drive and I don't watch any any modern writers because of yeah what what you were just saying and I, I don't I don't feel attached to these these people no more yeah the system. I,
1: commoner and commoner K- drive is a fantastic season and i i think it it doesn't get the love it deserves because it came right after gaim and everyone's like because oh, gaim did something so different so radical and then drive is pretty straightforward common writer it, it gives it's very traditional. yeah i mean
0: it's it's the team that made double that's why yeah i liked it for my personal personal opinion so
1: oh yeah i i i loved it and maybe that's why i went and loved maybe that's why i love double so much because i watched i watched gaim and when i started watching drive i actually liked for a brief period i actually liked drive more than i did gaim Mm -mm. and it wasn't actually up until the rewatch of Gaim. I actually did like drive more than Gaim, but now that I've rewatched Gaim, I feel like Gaim holds up really, really well upon rewatching. Well, another
0: thing, another thing too, like I understand the criticisms, criticisms with Drive. It's mostly because how they made the main writer, he's kind of one, they kind of evolved him, but he was one straight, straight, beat and they introduced mock who's all over the place and had different and had different arcs to what his character development was like and that's why everyone really really liked Mock better than it got to the point that they really just wanted it to be the common writer mock show
1: (laughs) yeah well and and i mean the his connection to the main antagonist of that season shows like you know the 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 writers were really just into mock uh, to the point to where he he's the guy that takes out the main villain, really, <laughs> and, yeah. and Drive's like I'm not doing this other thing. So yeah, but I I did I I really really enjoyed Drive. I thought it was great. Ghost is the is like the big disappointment. I, I'm like, eh, Ghost is not.
0: Well, like, I... with with Ghost, like I said, like I've I've talked to you off the air about this. The whole thing of is they writ themselves in a wall of how many things there are.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You're. You're totally right. That. That.
0: That's the thing. Like when I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, it's kind of like the Forge thing where they can't randomly make up the, the the icon things because they already gave themselves a limit of how many there are out there in the world." Yeah. So, that, that that that's one of my criticisms with with Ghost because and with Forge it, to that matter because they introduced the the amount of switches in the world. So.
1: Yeah but the, the the story of forze is, is really straightforward and simple and i think the the selling point of forze is the characters uh, you you either you're in on the characters or you're not and if you're not into the, you know the the common writer club or meteor story or anything like that like there's not a ton there for you
0: Oh yeah, like, like I said, if you're not into the what well, you just said, like if you're not in the club, that that's it. You're you're yeah. going to have a bum time with yeah. this with the series because such involvement has to do with how the club members interact yeah. with each other and, and oh, stuff yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, Forza specifically is a very character heavy driven show. And that's and,
0: the, it's a good reason because it's been a while since they kind of done a school season. So it's they had to be this way. If the characters weren't going to react and do mesh together fairly well, it's going to be a rough time. And Forze did that really, really well.
1: Yeah. And and, and it, it, Forze also done this really good job of taking these students who under normal circumstances wouldn't even be remotely interested in getting to know each other and genuinely forming what is a believable
0: yeah it's it's friendship it's a it's a breakfast club of writers basically
1: yeah yeah it really is and and like i i i wound up loving Forza. yeah yeah forze is is great i know o's gets a lot of love so I, i i don't feel like i need to give o's much love i did like o's but I know that's that's like a super beloved season, and I, yeah. I, I I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, like with O's, it's the the character development that progressed with Forze started with O's because of the back and forth that A.G. had with Onk. Yeah, he needed that. If the two weren't going to mesh fairly well together, you're not going to have a good season when you're no just... no
1: no that the season doesn't work. And I would make the argument that it also really started with Double. Because, oh yeah no because philip and shotaro's relationship i i mean if that didn't work you wouldn't have a season at yeah. all so and i like character-driven stories i i think those those are really fun and i mean there's nothing wrong with plot-driven seasons but then it then you become tied to the plot it's like well are you enjoying the plot? Are you really enjoying the the the, the struggle of the characters? Because if you're not, you're, you're you know you're back in that same boat. Yeah. Eh, like, well, like I said,
0: it? like for 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 going back to Sentai, I mean, like there's a handful of good Sentai seasons that I would really recommend you to go and watch.
1: Oh, no, uh, the number one uh, Sentai season I want to watch is Jetman because it was written by one of my absolute favorite common writer writers. Oh yeah. Uh, no,
0: Jet Jetman really took. Turn the thing on its head and actually became a a really good season. I would, I would want to see your reaction to Ranger just because it is original Power Rangers.
1: Yes, I, I, I will say I've seen a, I haven't haven't watched an episode, but I've seen a little bit of footage, and I actually like that the that the belt that the belt buckles actually flip out. Flip.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Like that's really cool, and I'm like, how come they haven't? They did they. Like it's it's just them holding the the buckle in in the American version instead of it being like the belt that flips and I was like I felt like we kind of got like the 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 cruddier iteration probably, of that
0: probably the footage of them turning it it would be a little bit much more difficult than to just have the hand
1: <laughs> I, I mean I, I I that you're not wrong but I, it's
0: probably it, it just comes from an editing aspect at that point.
1: Oh what was the uh, season after uh Die Ranger
0: Die Ranger Dye is Ranger. also a an absolute gem that you need to watch. I mean, you can yes. watch the other seasons. Mega Ranger was all right in my opinion. You don't need to reach Don't avoid All Ranger at all costs. It's probably the weakest out of all of them, which is really surprising because that's the the season for Geo.
1: Oh, well, and I'm I'm in that rare, rare camp where I hated Power Ranger Zero. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. I did like I tried so, watching it and I just could not get into it. I'm like so I, it, I don't like it's,
0: it. it's it's really bad in my opinion. I would recommend after that. Time Ranger. Time Ranger is really really good and and is I really. I Time
1: Force. Growing up as a kid. Time yeah. Force no, so you dope. would
0: love Time Ranger. Time Ranger. It they pick up certain beats and certain plot points that was adapted fairly well from from Time Ranger to Time Force. But time Time Ranger was really really good in my personal opinion. And it is my one of my favorite favorite Sentai seasons of all time. After that, you kind of get into that little iffy zone. I would like you to do Hurricaneer because Hurricane was a really good season because that was that's Ninja yeah. Storm. Yeah, and...
1: Gal Ranger doesn't get much love. Gal Ranger <laughs> is
0: good, but the thing is, it is very gimmick heavy. It's super gimmick heavy.
1: Yeah. So... Well, I mean, the American version was super gimmick heavy too. So.
0: Yeah. And then after that, Deco Ranger, Deco Ranger is the the next one that you gotta watch. And...
1: Uh, yeah, I like the suits in Decco Ranger. I I think the suits are great. That's one reason I want to watch Die Ranger. Is I love those suits. I love the white vest with yep. the yep. the crest. Like yep. you can't tell me that's not like that does not yep. look freaking I, amazing.
0: I loved I loved Die Ranger for that reason because it, it it's one of the only Sentai's that are really heavily influenced by martial arts and all yeah. the forms of martial arts you do get geki ranger but geki ranger is didn't translate well in, from there to jungle fury in my personal opinion. well they had to change the the morphing stuff in general so
1: yeah but i i actually do like the american morph yeah yeah like like it's pretty cool that they use the sunglasses i'm like eh, thanks because they're they're like the the suits of that season have a very pronounced like sunglasses, yeah. In them, so so yeah, so, the visor that, visor yeah. thing, yeah. So it's it,
0: it, the the run that they did for it ended up working in their favor. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, and then after after Decker ranger uh, there's not much I can recommend after that. I mean, you the, I, I like, hear go- Magi
1: Rangers kind of beloved. Uh, M-
0: Maji Ranger, yeah, it's really good. It, it it is a family story, so if you really want that family focused thing, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like it's not, it's that, that
0: super it family oriented. Like it they, they keep within the family wheelhouse, so to speak. <laughs> what um, was but, um
1: what was the season before Go Kaiser? Go go, yeah, Go yeah, yeah.
0: I, the I thing think think is with okay. Go Sager, I wouldn't recommend it, please, because it's super kid. Focused. It's like super kid focused. Like one of their one of their things, one of their helpers is a giant card machine. And it was used to hype up the card game that they were doing around that time. That they're still doing around that time. It's basically a walking machine of that. I like Ghost Ranger. They had some serious moments, but for the most part it's super kid friendly, heavy, and to the point that their helper was a child. So uh, I mean besides that I mean Ghost Sector was alright like I said it was kid focused but I, I I wouldn't recommend it I like there's not much series after that I would recommend Go Andre but the tonal difference from Go Andre to RPM is totally different so I don't know if you really like RPM then you would not have a good time with Go Andre I like Go Andre because it's cheesy
1: I uh, see I watched like the first episode of RPM and I couldn't get into it. And I know like there's like die in the wool fans of that series, but and and I love the uh, Rose McIver, who is the Yellow Ranger I think of that season, or she blue, she's she's the female ranger of the season. And, yeah, yellow, yellow, and so it's like like it's got an actor in there I genuinely do like, and I. It, it has a post-apocalyptic setting, which 95% of the time is something I'm actually down for. But I don't know. I, like I said, I watched the first episode and I felt like it was all over the place. It wasn't making much sense. Oh yeah. And, because
0: they had to cram all the information from what their world setting is to what they used the footage from, for go Under. and And that, that's my thing. Like, I. I honestly I'm not afraid to say this. I'm not a fan of RPM. I've watched a handful of episodes and I mean I understand its appeal, but Yeah. I I like that cheese and the friend my friend that mean you know yes. gets on my case because he really likes RPM. And he ended up really liking He's going to like Beast Morphers because Beast Morphers is a continuation of RPM. So
1: oh, Okay. Yeah, I did, did did he like uh, Go Andre?
0: No, he didn't like Go Andre because he liked that serious tone mm. of what RPM was.
1: Ah, uh, no, yeah, I guess it's one of the things where like you like one or the other, but I I don't know if there's someone that likes both RPM and Go Andre.
0: I mean, like I like I said, I understand its appeal. That's not for me. I like the cheese that I got from Go Andre. So for the most part, let's kind of put a pin on this. I didn't really get to talk about what I've been doing, but we'll put a pin on this for next week because it's good to talk about tokusatsu every so often I, uh, yeah I really yeah, to, yeah it, I don't really I don't really get to talk about it so
1: well I've, I've got one friend that's into tokusatsu but I, I don't get to talk to him that much and I can't talk to him about anything that's currently airing so I'm like if I want to talk to him about common Rider zero one I can't if I want to talk to him about Kira major I can't so
0: yeah me I don't really care so <laughs> <laughs> So but yeah with that let's continue on here to the orcan Very interesting very, week. Very interesting week, I wanna say. So but let's let's go on to number ten. It is Clasuri by Ito. Nothing much we can say. I know understand why it's been so involved with the digital community now because of TikTok and, and reels and stuff like that. So that's good for him. Very, very good. This week it sold a lovely twenty two thousand four hundred and ninety points. Going on up to number nine, it's Condemned by Yunezi Kenshi. Nothing more we can say. Good for him. It, yep. it had a it very, very strong showing. I'm not too sure how it'll continue from here on, but if it goes out, and I mean, the album sold very well, so he got his money worth, so to speak. Yes, he did. And this week it sold a lovely 25,328 points. And continuing on up to our first new track of the week, it is Dynamite by BTS. Yeah, this this was very interesting. So this is, a, obviously, this is the Korean version of the track. There's no Japanese version for this track as of right now. But yeah, it's interesting to say the least that, uh, I mean, it was all right, in my personal opinion. It's, it's a summer song. It needed to be a summer song. They're not doing what they're usually doing.
1: Thank God, in my personal yeah, opinion. <laughs> they're not doing like the weird meowing or any really thing off the wall. This is basic, very, very, very summer
0: tune, basic, and it needs what it needs to be, and it's good. I, oh, I, I yeah. personally, I personally liked it. Watching, listening to it, and watching the music video, it's it was a nice treat. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I I need this kind of thing to be. You just do what you slowly need to do. You don't need to reinvent the wheel with the pop and lock stuff every single time.
1: (laughs) I I love this. I it's not my favorite song of the week, but it's it was surprising. It was really good. I've hit this mindset where every time we cover a BTS song, like I'm just like I'm not gonna like it, and I. And if they do like a good ballad, I wind up liking it. And I really liked this song. I felt like it was really good. The rap had a good flow. It actually has a melody and the melody is nice. It is very simple and basic, but that's not a n- knock against the song. I felt like that's a really solid compliment because, you know, they were able to just stick with something and it works. It works really well. And yeah, I, th- I thought it was fun. It's enjoyable. And, you know, that's what I want to hear, especially in a summer song. If it's not fun and enjoyable, then you're, you're doing summer songs wrong. Like, you know, this needs to be fun. It needs to be enjoyable. You know, like, you just, you know, need to get the listener just caught up in it. And I feel like this song does it. Like, it's 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 got a good hook. And it, it, it delivers pretty well. And, yeah, these these, these guys killed it. Like, I, I thought it was really well done. It It's one of my favorite songs of the week. I, I think we're only going to talk about one other song I liked actually more than this. So... It, it it to to be one of my favorite songs of the week. I, I was surprised, and I, I we'll see it again. I'm certain. This is this is not physical, so it, we'll yeah, see it yeah. It so
0: was, it was only digital only as of right now, but it was probably released to a a aep or something like that. But probably. regardless, dynamite sold fairly well. It was twenty six thousand five hundred and sixty eight points. Continuing on up to number seven, it is yodanika Kakeru by yao sobi. Once again, I understand why it ended up becoming really, really popular because of all the lovely TikToks and and such. So, yep, good for her. It's it's really good regardless of how you get that fame. And this week it sold a lovely twenty eight thousand eight hundred and fifty six points. And continuing on up to our second new drop of the week, it is "Dazzling White Town" by Saint Snow. So. It's unfortunate that Saint Snow had to appear after our resident Love Live person <laughs> is is gone, but it is what yes. it is. She actually really likes Saint Snow, and she was actually pretty sad that she's not on this episode with Saint Snow being there. And so, how did you feel about the song? Because obviously, I'm not a fan of Love Live all too often because I haven't watched the anime or I haven't. I only played the game, yes. so I've. I'm. I'm only there as the. As the franchise-wise, but not as a series-wise. So how'd you feel about this draft? Yeah.
1: Well, I've only seen the first three episodes of the original Love Live. I haven't watched Doc Wars or anything like that. But I, I will say Dazzling White Town was fantastic. This was my song of the week. And I, I felt like these two girls just killed it. I loved the rap portions in it. I wasn't even expecting a rap portion. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, but the the verses that are rapped are done really, really good. And the melody is just fantastic. The vocals in this are superb. It, it's a duet, and I mean, they, they just killed it. I I felt like this is easily the song of the week, and it, it makes you want to pick up Awkwards, but not for Awkwards. It makes you want to pick it up for Saint Snow. So. Yeah,
0: and that that's the whole thing that you know. The I believe the second season. I'm 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 just kind of spit. Spitballing, i'm not too sure but the whole thing about the second season is that they inspired these two girls to kind of go up and become a an idol group as well and it's interesting to kind of see that that they have that versus of aquars versus saint snow which is really good i really did like that aspect of it and i'm personally i like i like the idols stuff that they're doing but the fact that there's two of them kind of really works out very well because they can play off each other much more better than the group aspect.
1: Yeah. The, the, like, once you get to a certain number, you can't you can't play off of seven other people. Like, it's just yeah. not possible. But, you know, if you got, like, that one-on-one, you can play off each other, you can, you know, work with what each other's doing. And, like, I've, I've not seen any rapping in the girl idol community. So the fact that they even have a song with rap in it, like that was impressive to me. I, mean, I was like, Oh, this is there's rapping in this song. That's awesome. They they should do more of this. And yeah, I, I, I'm I don't want to speak for Luna, so I don't but I would like to think that she's gonna enjoy this song. Yeah, cause... I
0: mean like like she said she really likes Saint Snow, so I would assume that she really liked anything yeah. that would be a part of that 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 group and it's interesting because so i'm looking at this at the seiyuu aspect one of the seiyuu's where this is involved with review starlight and so i knew of this group and been introduced to this song several times over just following her on twitter and stuff like that so i originally thought that this song was a pretty decent song and a little bit out of the norm compared to what their their style that they usually do for sunshine in in my opinion so it, it works
1: yeah, yeah, it's not it's not that bubblegum pop style that I think Akwes typically does. It's a little bit more. I don't want to say serious in tone, but it, it's got a different tone to it than yeah what yeah. what Akors does. And yeah, no, like I said, these these two girls are fantastic.
0: Regardless, dazzling white town. So they're lovely. 30,691 points and going on up to number 5 it is Hello EP by nothing much more we can say about it they still I, I, I understand Hello has been one of those songs that peered up on it too and it's just like it's, it's kind of be- being beaten over the head with the song it's kind of just like I'm, I'm just used to it at this point and uh, I don't yeah. need that I don't need that for a, a track <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I will say this song stuck around a lot longer than I, I thought it would. And I, I, I just yeah. didn't feel like it had a ton of staying power. But it, yeah. it's been on the charts, what, three weeks in a row now? So Yeah, about three weeks. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's doing its thing. And, I mean, yeah. it, it's more popular than I thought it would be, so.
0: Yeah. Regardless, Hello EP sold a lovely 33,712 points. Continuing on up once again to number four, it is Smile by 2020. Nothing much we can so say more about this track. It's still phenomenal in my opinion, and I loved it. Yes. Regardless, smile so they lovely. Forty nine thousand eight hundred and seventy points. And continuing on, uh, it is drama by Tomorrow X Together TXT for short. Now this is the second Korean group that we'll be co- kind of covering this week. And what what do you feel about it? I mean, it's
1: yeah. Yeah, I I liked it. I I didn't think it was amazing. And I I did think the BTS song was actually way better than this. But I don't think it's a terrible song. It does what it needs to do. This is closer to the pop and Lock style. It's not quite there, but it's pretty close. Uh, They do have a rap break in the middle. And, you know, you can take it or leave it. I don't think it's that amazing. But it, it does the job. But... It's not terrible. I I think it's decent. And I I I think I've been lukewarm on them every time they pop up on the charts. Like, wait, they're not rewriting the book in any manner, but I mean, they're they're decent. They're worth listening to at least once.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's alright. Like in my personal opinion, it's this is it's the Japanese version of the song, so maybe if I heard the Korean version, I can kind of, like how we did with BTS, it might be a little bit different. But I, I really did not like the rap portion of it. It, it took a song that I was kind of just like, ant on it, and kind of just dragged it a little bit down even more. And yeah. I that, that's the whole thing for me. I felt that it, I wasn't going to be like, oh yeah, it's it's all right, but... Yeah, but,
1: it, it's, it's okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's how I technically feel about that. and I do like the fact that they're all dressed up like haiku people in the music video.
1: So Going that extra mile there.
0: Regardless, Drama sold a lovely ninety three thousand two hundred and fifty points. And continuing on up Dot de Date Date by N M B forty eight. So it's been a while since we've done this. So how'd you how'd you feel about it?
1: Yeah, no, I, I really like this song. I, I think it's kind of basic. I think it's kind of a return to form, so to speak, but B 40 I think this is a very necessary song, just given the group and everything they've been through. I, I think this is exactly the song it needs to be. Just a return to forum, just coming back and just hitting a song that really just hits all the right notes and is rather simplistic in its take, but it's enjoyable and it's fun to listen to. I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was a pretty solid song. And i I feel like they did a good job overall,
0: yeah, I mean, it is a return to farm, and that's i I feel kind of bad because this this song is all right, they're not changing anything. No, and it is a reintrodu not. it it is a reintroduction to the group because it's been a while since the forty eights done anything. Regardless of your AKB, HKT, SKE, and yeah, it's
1: been a quiet year for the forty eights. And
0: it's to be understandable to for everything that was yeah, going yeah. on. So I, I it's not going to reinvent the wheel. It did. It does have that nostalgic feeling, but that's because of it's Akimoto writing it, and he's the guy that used to write every single track for them. So, but it's it's alright it sold very well regardless sold 198,500 points so it's the 48s taking what the 48s do well so
1: yeah and, and to be fair i i think probably number 1 took a little of the wind out of the sales of this one just a little bit i think maybe if it was a different week it might be a slightly higher number not drastically yeah. but just slightly
0: higher it'll probably reach over 200,000 but yeah but yeah, regardless, going on up to number one, it is Relive by Kanjani Ain't.
1: Okay, so, I was curious if it was Relive or Relive. How do we feel about it? <laughs> I liked it. I wasn't sold on this song in the beginning, opening moments of it, and maybe it was the performance that I listened to. But, you know, it, it picks up. It becomes a really good song in the middle of it. Just the melody's good the vocalization work the and the harmonization work is fantastic. I mean I mean they, they, they it's a really good song and I I if it was available digitally in the States it'd be it'd be on my phone. So I, I mean that's the highest compliment you can give a song and you, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I thought like you know Kanjani 8 they, they knocked it out of the park. I, I felt like this was a a really solid song and I mean, they're not reinventing the wheel either, but I mean, they, they do yeah, what they do yeah, and they do that, it well. <laughs> that's that's
0: the thing with this. This is really, really typical Johnny style
1: and
0: and they perform it with a T and that's really good for them. I'm not going to ask them to reinvent the wheel because Kanjani 8 is already into that style where to the point that they are going to do traditional Johnny style. Yeah. There's yeah. there's nothing more we can say for that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know, sometimes, once you get to a certain point, you know, it's about fine-tuning the machine, it's not reinventing the wheel, so. Yeah, so. You know, they're, they're, they're fine-tuned they're, machine, they're, they're doing it they're,
0: fu- they're firing at all pistons at this point, so, with their tracks, so, but. Regardless, Relive sold a lovely 325,888 points, or, or I should say copies, because it's a physical release, because Johnny's.
1: Yeah, it is, it is Johnny's.
0: But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the albums here, just a. Bit. Kind of pick and choose here. Traveler still on there. Biss yes, with is. their anti-conformity superstars on there at number 8, so good for them.
1: I'm anti-conformity as well, so I, I, I am behind yeah. the message, even <laughs> if I don't like the music.
0: <laughs> Hana no Kai, I beg you, and Hanu Yuku by Aimer is at number 4. Good, because I mean, Aimer does good work. Yeah. Then Reza Sulin's Second album era at number two, good for them. Honestly, it's they, they, they are a group that I've always championed, and they've done very, very well. And this is, the exclamation point to show that they do, do, belong into the overarching franchise of Bang Dream. So good for them. If it wasn't for number one, they probably would took number one. But number one staying on for our third week in a row. It is "Trishi" by Kens- Kenshi Yonezu. Still selling a hundred sixty over a hundred sixty thousand copies, so good for him, good for Kenshi. Like I said, like oh, we yeah. said, like we said, he's probably gonna be top artist, top album of the year. So
1: yeah, I mean, this is what third week it's been, second or third yep. week it's third been week. on the third week. He's still selling over a hundred thousand copies. That's not seen. That that's not a common thing. I, I it, unless... for album wise,
0: it kinda is. Well, yeah. you're, you're, if we were to put all the the numbers together, I would think it's at least over 1.5
1: million copies sold
0: at this point.
1: Probably com- combined. Yeah, it, easily, I would say over that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. It's a popular. It's a very popular album. Yes. Yes. That is for darn sure.
0: But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of You. Hopefully you like our talks. I like yes. I do enjoy our talks that we have when it's yeah. just me and you. So But yeah, you can find us on all the social media sites at Ongakadu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at ongakadu.com. You can also find our YouTube channel where we have various of things that are going up. So you go check that out. Just look up Ongakudu on YouTube. You can find all of our affiliates, Corey Hunter, he is a Twitch streamer. He just finished his his horror spooky week so you can check them out at twitch.tv slash koryuhunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also find our other affiliate TimberTaff, who is doing all the lovely things with paper mario right now you can check them out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft you can also check out luna's sister rose who is a twitch streamer that does a lot of the monster hunter stuff you can check her out at Twitch.tv slash RainstarKitty And lastly, you can check out our affiliate Fangirl Has No Name. She does a various amount of sh- games with these other community being her heart and soul. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with Fangirl, Kill and Timber called Potter Source. And like I said last week, it was just me and Timber once again and these shenanigans that go on there. We talked about the lovely Kingdom Hearts series and how that is is a bonkers of a series at this point. You can check that out by looking up Cody Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can find me on Twitter at OTYCan1 where I talk about Bang Dream, I know I love uh, Seiyuu's games, Bang Dream, light novels, Bang Dream, PlayStation and basketball. and did I say Bang Dream? Bang Dream. You can also find Luna at Luna Marie 87 on Twitter and Instagram and all the lovely anime stuff as well. You can find Runford at Run for D and where can we find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Angaku gray where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you enjoyed that conversation that we had earlier, you get more of that on my Twitter feed. Cool beans, cool beans.
0: I want to say once again thank you for listening to this week's episode of OnGakuDU. You. I'm your host Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha.
1: And this is Gray. See you guys next week. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. Bye-bye.